Welcome to a broken down shipping container where we are sweating like pigs. It is so hot. Calling the audible of PZ, Eagle, and Mo Khan. As we are now rounding the final two, well, the final quarter left in this season. As Eagle is trying to adjust the screens as we look up. I like this because it's basically, the sh I'm, I'm the only one on the show. Well, you're like a side character. I realized I bumped the camera as I went to go sit you down, did. so I got to put it back. You yeah, you're... Um, biceps over there. Mo, I have a I have a bone pick with you. Oh, what did I do this time? Well, you're uh, you're involved with the weather broadcast. Supposedly, I'm yes. And um, every day this week was supposed to be the day the heat wave ended, and then it was supposed to be Thursday, and again it's 35 degrees. Um, and so now they're saying Friday. So what are the chances Friday is the day that breaks the heat wave? I have no idea. I can't tell you guys. I don't know. I haven't been in weather for like a week and a half, two weeks. I don't know what's going on, to be honest with you. I know it was, it, it was warm. Way to pass the book. <laughs> it was warm, and that's it, man. You know? Oh, it was warm. I hadn't noticed. I hadn't noticed. It was really warm this week. All right, let's dive into it. It is Division D, and uh, we do have some unveilings to do today, which is the playoff format for Division D. Eagle? Should we start, before we get into that, talking about the vaccine passport? Maybe just a quick yeah, update so on that. Yeah, so obviously the uh, Quebec government has implemented the vaccine passport, which will aim, I think, towards September 1. They're looking at a two-week window, I think. Yeah. Well, September 1 to 15th. We've been asked many questions about it. And as we've, as I've told people, I go, guys, it isn't our call. It's A, the government, and B, the complexes that we play our football games in that's a good point well the amount of hostility i've felt by some messages i've received yeah. the last couple of uh weeks when the when this was uh, beginning to become a reality look regardless of what i think about whether or not you should be vaccinated i don't legitimately care what you do with your life hmm. none of us do but the thing is is that we are not we, we're not uh, we don't own the businesses first of all we rent. We are the clients at at the venues. Right? We're renters. We're renters, right? So, first of all, it's very unlikely that it'll be us who is responsible for checking the passwords. It'll be the venue. Yeah. So it won't be us implementing a protocol. It will be the venue. And we go by the venue's rules. Yeah, we because can't we're do we're guests in their building, yeah. right? Um, secondly, we're not going to defy government mandates uh, with the risk of fine, um, because again, it would be FPF bearing all that risk not the players involved. Right. So I don't know of a single business that would be interested in occurring fines um, to defy a government order. Look, we, we, we want to play football. Yeah. There's no ifs or buts about that, right? But again, I missed FPF. I missed doing the show. Yeah. I missed FPF. It was dreadful. When, when, when the pandemic first hit, um, I couldn't work. I couldn't uh, play football. There was no sports on TV. I literally felt like the pandemic took everything in my life away from me, right? Right, so exactly. We, we, we got Tiger King in the last dance, so that kept us going yeah, for like 30 bad. days. Sure, but, but the reality is, in a perfect world, we would have said, hey, if they implemented October 1, we're like, no problem. It gives us time to recalibrate yeah. for the following seasons coming up. But in this situation, guys, there's nothing we can do. We have to go by what the rules are going to be laid out by the government, by the complexes, then we have to abide by those rules That's what so for immediate updates essentially we're trying to figure out how each facility is going to implement this we're pretty sure brossard is going to be the most i guess by the book is the well, way i'll describe it right we've already seen them when you go in you have to check in the whole stuff or whatever fill out the form so we're imagining that's the one where they'll be a little bit more serious about it is the way i'll describe it versus you know laval maybe uh catalonia might be a little more lax if yeah, i were laval to say that it's you know, there might be a little bit more flexibility lachine we'll see how that plays out and look at the end of the day guys we will find out sooner than later and how this will be applied and just bear with us for the playoff teams in particular i know it sucks we've now almost gone 
a year and a half without an actual final. And that's something that we don't want to have for this season. We want to have all the finals and champions to be crowned going towards the fall and hopefully for the winter season's coming up in due time. Yeah. So There's apparently going to be a grace period of some sort to kind of get everything ironed it's, out. It's or whatever. specifically for, for uh, sports leagues. I know the restaurants and that have the mandate is as of September 1st. But for sports leagues, uh, it looks like there's going to be like a, a soft deadline and a hard deadline. Yeah. Uh, we don't know for certain because that information hasn't become public yet. But Thank you, government. It's only been a week <laughs> away. The information that we've gotten unofficially is that date will be ex- extended to November 15th, would be the first day of September 15th. Sorry, September 15th. Um, so that's why Rob suggested one of the things we may do is truncate the playoff schedule uh, and ending it on the 14th. Yes, to uh, avoid. If we do that, unfortunately, there probably won't be a roadshow. There no. won't be a... So hopefully we can do some sort of game of the week sort of thing for those games, if that's the case. Uh, maybe we'll add commentary later. We'll we'll look at that. And you, know. you get to watch your NFL Sundays for those who thought it would be a month longer playoffs. So there yeah. you go. Anyway, we'll get to it as soon as we get more of a clear picture. Let's dive into Division D. Uh, a lot to get to in terms of what's going on here. We're going to focus in on, on the playoff races for the spots to be had. And, Pete, when we look at it right now, as we head into the final two games, or one game for some teams that have uh, that left over, uh, do you think there's still spots to be had? Looking at Conference B, well, you can see Clinkers, uh, gonna, and Gronies, and all these teams. Before available. we do that, let's talk about the, the playoff format. That's right, yes. It was just established. Oh, that's right, yes. We finally figured it out. This weekend, we had a meeting. Surprise, by the way, everyone. Um, so, yeah. So... <laughs> Eagle and I were taken by surprise that so many teams were making the playoffs. Um, and then we realized... Which, which, by the way, makes sense. It does. Again, to the pull back, it. to do a little Wizard of Oz and pull back the curtains here, normally we aim for about 60 to 70% of a division to make the playoffs depending on it. So Division E, we usually go more, right, because it's a little bit more lax. The higher up you go, the tighter it gets. Like Usually Division th- 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 3 are the tight ones, right, where it's like very competitive, essentially. So... This year, because of COVID, because of the pandemic, because everyone's getting back to football, the results are kind of all over the place, we've extended the general range in terms of how many teams actually make playoffs. I think Division D, it's like 85% or yeah, something, it's, right? It, there's, there's, there's a bell curve. Of 28 teams, only four teams will not make Yeah, a bell curve. So anyway, let's unveil it right now for those to see it. Enough talking. Let's get to it. Let's find out what's going to happen for yeah. the playoffs. Please. So... We are dividing the division into two subdivisions. This normally happens preseason. We're doing it at the end of the season. The criteria will be as follows. If you finish top three in your conference, so seed one, seed two, and seed three, whether it's conference A or conference B, congratulations, you are in division one. Mm -hmm. If you finish bottom three, in conference a or conference b congratulations slash sucks to be you you are also division one you are a small fish in a very big pond with a bunch of monsters <laughs> so and, and the reason we did this was uh for two reasons one is that we want the integrity of the sports very important to us so we didn't want teams to tank on purpose um not saying kiss my end zone but you know could be them um (laughs) don't want teams to tank on purpose we want teams to be competitive throughout the season um so that was that was one reason we did it the other reason is the regular season has to mean something and right now like i remember we started three in omo and jokingly i turned to my team i was like well we basically clinched after three weeks into the season right so like exactly um the thing is is that 
um, we wanted the season to matter. And so we're rewarding the teams who finished at the top of Division D. Um, and those teams will are rewarded essentially by being fed lockdown. Uh, as a first round, as a first round, pretty much. Uh, if you I guys wanna... get by replacements, because I'm not sure. After playing both teams, your defense has a lot more work to do than theirs. So I want to clarify something. There's still two teams getting eliminated from each conference. So seeds 13 and 14, bye bye. Right, so you guys to, are done. To clarify again, so seeds one, one, two, two three, three, 10, 11, 10, 11 and twelve. That will be in the higher bracket of playoff. Exactly, formats. and once well, they it's, end a, up... it's not higher or lower. Like, this time around, it's separate. We just simply split division D in two. Right. It's D one, D two, but that's a name. It's you know, like all these teams compete against each other throughout the season. And right? another thing to clarify: the first two seeds in each conference get the bye, so yeah. they are the one to fours essentially. So okay. even if you finish third in conference A, you're finishing fifth or sixth essentially. So it's overall. an overall, it's an overall one through twelve, and you have the top four with buys, and and then five or six. two from, from conference A, it's two from conference B. It's yeah. it's one to six at the top. Yeah, and then went to six at the bottom, but but three and three from each conference. Right, exactly. All um, right. Now, so now before we get to D two, um, well, let's talk about the teams on the bubble, right? Exactly. Because that won't be that won't be relevant to <laughs> we don't we D two. Exactly. So, so we'll, conference A mo, um, we have Spirit. Well, let's start with Spirit's Legion. They're two five and one. One more win they're in. One more win they're in. Lockdown one six and one. Lockdown has replacements on the schedule. Who else do you guys have? Eagle. Uh, I want to say ball in 60s. Yeah, I think I it's think Tough it's Lungs, actually. Wait, hold on. We're checking. You have um, replacements and Tough Lungs. Tough Lungs, yeah. Um, You can get bounced this week. Yep. Um, If replacements win, it, it almost guarantees you won't make the playoffs. Yep. Because they have a tie like you do. Um, but a winner tie head -to -head. gets you through. Sorry? A winner tie gets them through. Winner tie gets them through. Um, I guess replacements just still have a chance, though. If yeah. they tie them, replacements could win the last week, and lockdown can lose the last week, and replacements would still make the playoffs. Ball and 60s are also involved in this, right? Because they, they have the, the one... They have, sorry, they have two points. They face Spears Legion this yeah, week. Yeah, that's right. Um, and they wrap with Glow Gang. Yeah. Um, Ball and 60s, by the way... Uh, and they have head-to-head -head over replacements, just in case that matters. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're not bad. They, right. The head-to-head -head won't matter unless there's a tie, though. But yeah. um, they're not bad. Like they're they're like you know they played kiss my end zone pretty close. Um, they beat replacements. Okay, yeah, they got, they got smoked by tough lungs, but generally a lot of their games have been tighter than you would expect given their 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 their, uh, their record. Right. But they're they're solid. Like they're just. They're they're missing a little bit of refinement. They're, they're, they 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 uh, you know they they make some really good plays, uh, but at the same time, they unveil a little bit of what they too much of what they want to do on offense and defense. A lot of drop balls. Uh, they're a team that's going to be very good very quickly. So keep an eye out for them. Even if they make the playoffs, they they they're not an easy out. Right. Let's not forget though. Right. The the bottom three teams. Right. Which is Mean Girls, Spears Legion, and Lockdown. In particular, Mean Girls and Spears Legion. They could jump Glow Gang, Kiss My End Zone, and and be in that middle pack of the playoff format. And so even look, Hot Sauce Sports has games against Johnny Fireball and uh, Mean Girls, so Mean Girls can can definitely move up by winning that head to head. Yeah. Um, and you know what I mean. So like, there, there's a lot of movement from I'd say seed seven to to ten that can change a lot. And then there's some movement between 11 to 14 in, in conference. And it also applies for conference B, where you have funding 
Elini and of course Clinkers, Clinkers and Petey's and Negronis. So right now, fighting Elini could jump into a higher seed. We could see a stumbling of top season or LBB and others that could fall into that bottom three bracket going into the final two weeks of the season. One thing to mention here, uh, which we haven't talked about, a lot of teams already have nine games played. The PDs and the Gronies, Leftovers already have nine. Voodoo already has nine as well. Uh, so those guys are like one game away. If they win, they either kind of like not clinch, but secure their spot even tighter. Yeah. If they lose, they're really at the mercy of the other teams. Well, I, um, fighting line, I have uh, Laola on their schedule as well as Blue Brown Lair. So it's a team about their caliber as well as a team at the bottom of the ranking. So they're in, they're in pretty good position. Uh, PDs and Negronis have improved over the last couple of weeks. I, I had trouble figuring out why they were struggling so much, but they beat Arush this past week. Um, they beat the Leftovers the week before. Got a little bit of a... Their only two wins have come in this this, this right. mini winning streak. They end against Tuts and Parties, which again is a tough game. Um, but I, I would say they probably need to win to hold on to that spot. Uh, I imagine they do have the head-to-head with leftovers. Yeah, and leftovers has a single game. They play LSA, so it's a t- it's a tough road. It's a tough road for them to get upset. All right, let's dive into the uh, middle playoff format of teams yeah. that will be involved here. So, Eagle, unveil that format for us, please. So, basically, there's 24 teams that are left. 12 teams that are left. Oh yeah, sorry, 24 total teams. 24 total, yeah. So there's 12 teams that are left. We throw you into a blender. We sort everyone by points and tie breaks, yeah. and there is our remaining twelve. And uh, the top four will get buys. And it's not this. This bracket is not reliant on the conferences, because you know the the top four seeds were not conference winners per se. So all of the buys may come from one conference. You may face off against a team from another conference. I'm actually really excited by this playoff format for this division because um, most times in FPF. Well, you know this. Yeah. You face the same teams in the playoffs usually that you face in regular season because, you know, you, you're playing against your own conference. So two, let's say two of every three playoff games, you'll be facing um, you'll be facing teams you're familiar with, right? I always thought that they should blend the – like when you have bigger bracket playoffs, you blend the teams so you get the best matchup. Because well, I think this, this is what we're doing here, right? Right. It, because, you know, there's always one side of the division that's – far too powerful that we say, boy, that's And we don't know in advance. We don't know no, this. Exactly. And I think that's something maybe to look forward to for the offseason to maybe look at team, leagues that have whatever, 24-plus teams. Do we do this format to avoid having best versus the weakest at that point? So, yeah. so um, there you go. So we do have that blender format coming through. And so again, based off of the current standings, yeah, give us what it would be. and I haven't done all the tie breaks. Um, so by the way, in case people aren't familiar with this, so on the division, we have the tie break info. So we have the tiebreak criteria for two teams or tiebreak criteria for three teams. We tiebreak based off of the seed. So if three people are tied for a seed, we'll use the three tiebreak criteria. Even if we bring it down to two teams eventually, it'll still go in the same order. It's only when there's two teams tied for the same seed. For example, if in that same three-seed scenario. So two two teams that say have 12 points. It's a, it's a two-team tiebreaker. If three yes. teams have 12 points, it's a three-team tiebreaker. Yeah. Yes, but then once we eliminate one seed, now it's a two-team tiebreaker oh, so for the to, next okay. one. I, I misunderstood right? that. It's only in for the particular seed. If I there's three, we do the three-team tiebreaker. So tie if there's three teams at 12 points, right? It's sorted. It's a, it's a three-team tiebreak. Yes. Then Even the, if uh, like the first criteria eliminates a team, we still continue with the yeah, three-team so, so let's say that team gets the, the – the, it's for the four, five, six seed, right? So yes. – the top team in a three-team tiebreaker gets the first seed. 
Yes. Five and six is now a head-to-head tiebreaker. Correct. Right? It's two-team tiebreaker. Excellent. All right. Yeah, All I right. want to make sure that was cl- clear because that's something that's not always been clear to me as a player. When I was, we don't just sort. Was media. It's seed. Yeah. Exactly. So we'll find out in these final two weeks how this plays out. This win your games and see what happens. We, we've never gotten to coin toss, by the way. Yeah. So hopefully Plus, it doesn't I, I love how we still have divisional record even though we only play our own divisions now. It could in, happen. Some divisions, it matters. That's why we keep yeah. it in the tiebreaker. Yeah. Um, so, so, Eagle, what would the rankings be right now? So what they would look like right now, and I said I haven't done all the tiebreakers. So It might be wrong. There's a little bit of flexibility. Maybe a guy jumps or not. But as of right now, this is what our actual playoffs would look like. So in next week, we'll have better graphics. I promise. Well, again, because this is still like very much going around. So in Division D one. Also, we forgot to ask for graphics. Are well, we <laughs> let's not get into the production side of this. The top four seeds are going to be Vultures. Pardon my swag. Bruins and Arush. You guys get. A week off, a play-in round off is the way we'll describe it, right? You don't have to do a play-in. It's not even a full, it's I think four days. It's a play-in round, not a bye because it's not a full week. Yeah. yeah. And 5 to 12. So new guys would play Lockdown. Johnny Fireball would play PTDs and the Gronies. Mean Girls would play Clinkers. Fighting Illini would play Sparrow's Legion. In Division D2, Blackouts, Los Siete Amigos, Tough Lungs, and the Stoics, but arguably could be Trap Stars, could be Tux and Parley. I actually think it's Tux and Parley. It's Tux and Parley. Uh, they are getting buys, and then we have the 5 to 12 that's left over. And like we said, right now, our cut list is Ball and 60s, Replacements, Leftovers, and Loyola that are on the outside looking in. So get yourself some wins this week, and maybe get yourself a Make playoff. Make a chaos for Eagle as he tries to process these numbers and guess the updated stands for next week so there you it's go it's not that hard actually yeah all right let's go into division c here boys it takes, we, time. It takes a lot of time division uh, c before yes. we get to division c any immediate like i granted this is going to change any immediate ones where you're like worried for a five to eight team in this type of breakdown for potentially losing especially in d1 no i mean i mean you tell us i don't know i'm just saying no. I was dealing with the scorekeeper. I didn't hear the question. The Any teams in the 5-8, to eight, any chance of them losing for a first round? Yeah, of course. For play-ins. Losing in the first round? Fine yeah. leaning. 5-8 in, in D1? Leaning. Yeah, because they are the higher seed in the play-ins, well, I mean, right? Fighting, fighting Eli and I are the lowest, you know, amongst the lowest. So they, they play against Spears Legion, which is about fair. Um, they, like... We're, we're, we're on the precipice of finding out if Johnny Fireball's false kings or not, right? They are so false they lose, kings. If they lose first round, you know, uh, right now they'd be up against uh, PDs and Negronis. I can see them losing that game. PDs and Negronis are good. I don't, know why, I don't know why they've only won two games. They're a good team. We'll, we'll find out they in will a few weeks. Out. All right, Division C, guys. Let's get into that right now. So we do have uh, uh, the playoff format shaping wait, 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 up before now. Before we do that, before we do that. <laughs> Sorry, it was very important. We, All right, sorry, yeah, we'll get to the next uh, uh, division here, guys. Yeah, I know, D- but Division D, we're saying goodbye to uh, a player who uh, who thought he was going to be leaving in triumph. Instead, he'll be leaving in the following attire. Eagle, please uh, please bring up uh, Mr. Jenikovsky's uh, future be- boudoir, boudoir uh, clothing of choice. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's I loading. asked you to do it pre-show. I have it. I have it. I just, it's loading. That's why. All right, so as you load that up, let's start uh, prepping here for Div C. As we're there, we there we go. Yeah, if you can, if you can either get it as a onesie, or get the full outfit, it's really much better than just getting the pajama pants. So Nim, sorry we had to send you home with a loss, but it's how it goes sometimes. 
Like a bad loss too. Look how happy she is to be a Dolphins fan. I know. That's not real. <laughs> no, <laughs> no Dolphins fan has ever been that happy. And no Dolphins fan wears onesies in South Florida. Says you. Anyway, there's air conditioning everywhere, man. Of course. All right, Division C. Let's dive into it now, guys. Uh, so we're starting to see the shape up of the playoffs moving towards the final week, week and a half of the season. Uh, we'll talk about infantry bless afterwards, but looking at the bottom of the race, we saw the Santar who are still alive. You know, they got crushed by B ballers without Gianni Cassati on Monday. Magu still hanging by thread with two games left. Easy W can clinch as can Silent Ticklers and Top Sauce this weekend. Um, again, guys, do you think Santar or Magus have a chance to sneak in on the last day? Uh, balls Deep are eliminated, right? Officially? Balls Deep uh, is yes. officially eliminated, yes. Um, Remember, I, I, Easy W is at nine games, so Santar and Mangus have two left, right? So they can leapfrog four points and potentially kick them out. The problem with the Santar is they face Silent Ticklers and Santar Institute of Technology. Um, those are those are tough games to end the season on. Um, I th- I'm I don't think they'll have enough to get by them. More. Um, and then when we look at Mangus. Again, they have the, they had the two games to play. Uh, they play EZW, so they're more in control of their own destiny. If they beat EZW, EZW's out of games. They leapfrog them. I think. Well, Mangus has to win out to to leap uh, frog uh, EZW. Do he, they? Yes, because Mangus has three wins. Mangus, oh, no, Mangus has one. I thought Mangus has three. My mistake. Yeah. So, so Mangus would have to then also beat Sheesh, which is a tough one. So, that, but. If EZW loses, Mo, how uncomfortable is that week when you're sitting around waiting to see the results of the next Mangoose game before you actually like know whether or not you're in the dance? Yeah, right? I think so. But I think for EZW, like they're, they're boys with Mangoose, right? It's like the cousins of this league here, the, the partnership that they have. But I just think that for EZW, I'm uh, sorry, for Mangoose, I beg your pardon, this is on them. They they had leads of double digits going into the second half, and they blew a few games. They could have had four wins, if not more than that, and now they're stuck at one and seven. And look, they can put up points. They can definitely put up points if they if they are on point here, but Tomaku too did, did get suspended for his game last week, so he probably might have a bit of more of an edge coming into this game here. But again, for this to happen for them, they got to figure out a proper game plan on defense to shut down opposing offenses that they've had difficulty doing in the second half. Well, and, and they had the opposite situation this week where they, they were up on top sauce. Um, and Sorry, they were down against top sauce and then had a huge second half, limited top sauce to seven points. They end up losing that game, and Nick Schaefer throws an interception on the last play at Kenton Lowe. Like, that's the chance to win the game. That's the chance to get you to a realistic chance to make the playoffs because, again, if they would have won this week, instead of losing 27-26, if yeah. they just beat top sauce – then all they need to do to advance is win the head-to-head game against EZW, and they're in. It's winning, you're in. Absolutely. Now they're, they're putting so much pressure on them to win two straight games. Yeah, which I think they haven't done all season. No, and, and I think for Santar, just look at them. I mean, they got crushed, and they're talking about a Jenny cassati list team by B-ballers that took them out from the knees, and I don't know how their mindset's going to be going into the final two games, but guys, I don't know if they can make it in because with that roster that they had, I cannot see them having the artillery to make a deep a, a final push again in as an either 10 or 9 seed in the playoffs. Yeah. So, and again given given that the what their last two games are that's it's going to be it's all, tough. It's it's, tough. It's, it's ostensibly 
eliminated. So on the opposite end, of the yes, Eagle. Uh, that seven to ten teams. You see anyone getting out of the play play in games? Yeah, and Blue Dreamers top six. Blue Dreamers. Blue Dreamers. I think Blue Dreamers. They gave uh, Bless a very good run for the money last week, losing by I think a possession in that football game. And we talk about Bless against Infantry, and this is the further number one seed in the playoffs. Uh, Infantry wins. They go with ten and zero. Perfect season. If Bless were to win, they jump Infantry for the one. And right now. As you look at it, Pease, what are the keys in, in this matchup between Infantry and Bless? We've been talking this game up for the last eight, nine weeks, believing that this would be the top two teams in the division. And here we are. They'll duke it out, I believe, in Lachine on Sunday night for the chance to be their one seed. You get ready to clip this for when I'm wrong. Um, the key for Infantry, believe it or not, is going to be on offense. And look, we talked about this last week. As good as their offense is, I don't want this to sound as if I'm, I have any knock against them, they're remarkably efficient. That's The best thing about their offense is their efficiency. They also always have good position, right? Because of how good that defense is. But they're coming up against a master play caller in Stephen Harpersad. Yeah, now a healthy team coming back. Yeah, full. It, it's, it's going to be the, the best version of Blessed with the guy who's most capable of dissecting that defense, right? So I think the pressure is going to be on infantry to put up 35 plus against Blessed. And I think Blessed will instead try to muddy the track, keep the game low scoring, slow down the pace, control the tempo of the game. And I think if Infantry al- allows Blessed to do that, if they, if they keep it to a one score game all game long, Blessed will find a way in a late possession to win the game, win on converts, do the, the thing that Stephen Harper saw does best. It's just dissect the defense and, 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 and find a way to move the ball not be tricked by, by, by guys shooting into gaps and so on. And so I think uh, that is the key for both teams, essentially. Like, Bless has to control the pace, and Infantry needs to apply the pressure. So eight out of the, not, eight out of the last nine games for Infantry, they score 30-plus points, about 33-plus points per game. So They'll have at, to. They'll have to. In this it'll game. be a five-touchdown score. The over definitely, I think, is going to be like 68.5 points. Do you, think that, do you think that they're a team that, without turnovers – can put up those big scores. You're talking about Bless, you're talking about Infantry. Because I think a lot of their offense has been generated by their defense. It's very complimentary yes. football. Like, it's it's what you want as a team, right? Like, I, I know it's, it's 22, almost... As, 22 INTs this year. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm almost... It sounds like I'm phrasing this as a negative thing. I'm not. It's it's the best version of a flag football team, right? Uh, in that both offensive and defense are just always on attack. Right, for um, sure. But I think that... If Stephen Harperson can play a clean game, he can frustrate infantry. Yeah, like he had a, he had an average game against uh, Blue Dreamers that got out of the way for them. I think that's out of his system. Now he can lock up and load here because look, you take away that game, they too they've been scoring a lot of points themselves. I mean, they scored fifty a couple of times here. They scored thirty-seven points plus, I think, four times this year. So they can put up points themselves. And with a healthy team coming back, with Svetna coming back in the fold, uh, perhaps Isaiah Lard could be back. Uh, you're getting guys, maybe it's Kevin Smoot as well in this situation yeah. here. Kevin Smoot has been tough. resting because of his uh, hamstring. Yeah, it's tough, man. You you can't you can't you can't defend a team with such depth, height, and experience like they have. Yeah. And it's going to be fascinating. And, and again, to see. with the play calling of of a guy who's an exceptional quarterback. Yeah, exactly. And this will be Sunday in Lachine at 9 p.m. So we'll see how this plays out moving forward. All right, let's go into Division E. And this has been the spicy division because PZ has been writing this division. And like, I'll, I'll be real. I think from the interactions of we, if we rank in one through whatever six of divisions, Division E has been the one that's been more interactive with you and I. Yeah. Like, hey, Mo, you put against us. Who are you guys? We really <laughs> piss people off. I know. Huh? I know. <laughs> it's okay. To be honest, 
I, I told Simon Dajde when he was writing, um, he used to get really uh, self-conscious when people didn't like him. And I said, Simon, if you're doing the Even job... Even now, in real life. Yeah, he's always that way in general. But And, and he's being really self-conscious. Said, I said, people need to... 50% of the people you're writing for need to hate you and 50% need to love you. Like, if, if you have that ratio, um, you're doing okay. You means you're doing good work, right? And yeah. so that's how I've always seen it. Um, of course, I'm saying that after writing a marijuana-fueled rant at the beginning of my article, but it's okay. That's fine. Well, Your forehead <laughs> looks fantastic, by the thank way. Thank you, man. <laughs> yeah, we know we what? Had, we went into deep, deep thought and deep conversation this we'll, week. We'll get if anyone doesn't get that reference, you really need to give it a read. <laughs> uh, so Pinchelis has become like our new BFF now. Um, they're good dudes. They're yeah, good dudes. they're good dudes. I, like, honestly, I, what I what I like about Vince, Vince Romano and, and I, what I like about the Pichels guys because well, I, I had rivalries with them uh, when they were BDR, yeah. and they kind of got it early on. Like, oh, this is like a, a joke. Like, it's we're having fun with them too. Like, when we're picking a team, we never actually hate anybody, right? No, like, we don't. Um, no. You know, with very wow. few exceptions. Yeah. <laughs> No one in this division. Let's let's say that. Um, no, no, no. There's some teams that don't follow the rules, which is a bit disappointing from a crowd source perspective. But you know, we hope. But generally, like, you're not rooting against teams in general. I do. Except Pinchelos. I, 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 I root against Pinchelos. Yeah, they, they're not likable. Even though I saved their their weekend with <laughs> I holding the keys. Yeah, so and cell let's tell the story. I get I get a call. <laughs> I get a call. I, I'm having a date night with my with my lady. With well, my should wife. I tell what PC said to me? <laughs> we, we were watching Pretty Woman, and PC said something else. Mo, I'm trying to watch Pretty Woman and do something with her. Yeah. Is only when you called me and I didn't answer? Because usually you call me first. No, no they called me. No, because we didn't know there was a team earlier tonight that we thought was late, which they were. Uh, we thought they forfeited. And so that's what we called you, just to make sure there was no forfeits. Yeah. But that's what you usually call me for that stuff. No, but they called me. Pinchelos, we talked to Oh, Pinchelos, Pinchelos called you directly. Yeah. Called me and I was like, dude, like, hey, it's Saturday night. You know, I'm, uh, Friday night. I'm, Friday night. I'm, you know, watching Pretty Woman with my lady that, that's supposed to lead to something. You know, like, what's going on? <laughs> nice seafood dinner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See? Eagle knows because he, he ordered the seafood dinner for me. I very much appreciate it. Um, but, but then... So Vince Romano called a couple times. It's like, okay, well, let me let me fi- let me figure out what this is because it's not common for a play like, like one's an ass style. Yeah, two three is like someone's got an issue. Sure. Right? So he lets me know that that uh, the keys were left at the field. He's like, what the hell do I do? I said, listen, let me let me contact the scorekeepers. Let me figure out what's going on. And Mo, I knew you were at the field, so I contacted you. Yeah. Um, and you were kind enough to sort it out. You sent the keys back by Uber. Yeah. So I was on the highway, literally merging onto the highway, going towards the city when you had called. And so what happened was Gab Wiseman, who they had played, mm-hmm. uh, found the keys, gave it to Alexa Dubois. Alexa gave it to me. We waited a few minutes. No one asked. We figured it was maybe the 9 o'clock game or even the 8 o'clock yeah. game. I said, look, I'm going to go post it up on the Facebook wall, and eventually someone's going to say, hey, those are my keys and cell phone. We'll make an arrangement to pick it up. So, so Vince calls you, then you call me. I go, I'm already on the highway. I can't turn back. I'm like literally in St. Laurent at that point. So the Vince calls me up, and I get home, settle in. I go, hey, how do you want to do this? He goes, we'll call an Uber. Give him the keys and the cell phone, which I did, and he got it like a half an hour later, and away yeah. we went. I do. I did like. Uh, I got. Te- uh, I, I woke to a text from from Vince the next morning, and it said, um, "Let me give you the PG thirteen version." He said, "Hey, dude, got the keys. Thank you so much. Also, we won. So eat my rhymes with bass. Bleep. Yeah. Okay. Eat so- my seafood dinner. <laughs> exactly. So let's talk about the, the situation right now because V Town, of course, uh, they've, there's some C19 situations that popped up here. So Trailer Park Boys, V uh, Town, still have a few games left on their schedule. But guess what? Those two teams are now essentially in a you win out, 
you probably gain the last playoff spot here. So, Pease, who are you giving the edge to going to the final three games for V-Town and Trailer Park Boys? So the key is because of uh, a few situations, one one is related to Lightning and the other one related to a COVID uh, situation, uh, V-Town and Trailer Park Boys have an extra game to play. Um, Trailer Park Boys won a big game against Minnesota Sobriety who were on a tear. They had won three in a row. Um, they lose this one. Got a, a message from uh, Bobby Spaghetti's. He said, I can't just message you when we win, right? He's like, <laughs> so, and I appreciate that because most times players only message of us course, when we win. Of course, of course. And he, he's like, hey, so this is what happened in our game. You know, so it was cool. It was cool to see. And I'll have some more information on that in my article. So please do check that out. Um, I, I'm, I'm thinking Oscar's hockey school is going to be on the outside looking in. No, no, no. Hey, listen, I'm about to win this battle with you. Oh, oh you won. Oh, no, I'm totally winning. I'm, oh, who's yeah, show you the Rohan, man. I have the Chevalier de Rohan, who are currently 4-4, four and yeah, four, they and they, they have Mitsik and Ravens left. Oscars have Pinchellos left, so they're going to finish 4-6. and six. My team's going to finish 5-5, five and five, and Pisa's bad batch will be lucky if they get a win. So if we both they finish... They scored 69 points. Nice. If, we, nice. if we score... If we, you and I both finish 5-5... Five and five, how You're not finishing 5-5. Five and five. Let's say we do finish 5-5. Five no, and five. Not. You're not. Oscars hockey score needs to beat Pinchellos. Are you let's calling that right Pinchellos. here? Let's go Pinchellos! You're my favorite you are. team! Yeah. You're calling Oscar's hockey school is going to beat Pinchello. Should have kept the keys and <laughs> cell phones leverage for them. Hey, you want you want this back? You got to lose your game. You got to throw it next week. Like throw like twenty INTs going for pick six. In know. the same episode, we talked about the integrity of the game. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, I'm just you, want, away. you want your keys back? You better throw that game away against. Okay, uh, there, Evander Kane. <laughs> well, allegedly with Evander Kane. So, all right, so V Town Trailer Park Boys, they could. Uh, up in Oscars Hockey School, who are in the same position as we mentioned with EZW, that they might run out of racetrack and have to rely on help to get yeah. that spot clinched. V-Town have, have uh, two of their, their last three games are tough. They play Rainmakers. Uh, they play Brewers, which not particularly difficult. And Do um, Brewers have a chance? Because they have Minnesota no. Sobriety and V-Town, they and they need basically two wins, right? They need to win out and, and get a lot of help. And get lucky, yeah. 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 I, I don't get Brewers. They, they seem to have taken a step backwards. They, they looked like they were improving. I thought this. I legitimately thought this will be like a, a, a four to six win season for them. You know. Yeah, it's, I just think they're really, they're really out they're out of the weight class in that sense here. I, I score kept a couple of their games and did not look anything close enough to being competitive. But I just think above that though, quickly, please, when you look at uh, Rainmakers, balls deep. Uh, even Suicide Squad, they're all at five wins, and that could be a, a, a plinko of who could finish three, four, and five, or even six, if Minnesota Sobriety do win out and see some losses above them. So there's going to be a lot of movement, I think, well, from three to six moving to the final two weeks. Rainmakers have a, a decently winnable game. They play V-Town, which are solid, but you know not as experienced. But Derek has not played well the last couple of weeks. That's true. And, and they have these like red zone slumps like within a game. They'll be doing fine in the red zone, but not making the conversions. And then all of a sudden, they just can't move the ball in the middle of the game. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. And like it's it's it, it's bizarre to see. Um, but look, Derek Hass has improved a lot overall, like from one season to the next. Yeah, for sure. So hopefully he hits that next stride come playoff time, you know? So Conference B, um, Joel Ula of Rapin said, Hey, Mo, do I need to like post something on the wall to, for us to get love from PZ? I go, maybe, maybe. And I was like, maybe. Usually the opposite happens. You post something and then I pull out all the things I said about you and make you look like a baby. Of course. So like, uh, like Vince Karen Romano. <laughs> so Karen Romano, Romano, but let's talk about the mythic. They're down to their last bullet, the last roll of the dice, and they will need a lot of help if they're going to get in as a number eight seed because if they lose, they're officially out of the playoff picture and we'll have our eight and we'll figure out who finishes one through eight. And who are they playing? Well, the mythic this the, week. They're playing Le Chevalier de Rohan. 
Yes, a loss for Chevalier de Rohan this week, my friend. So, okay, so you're saying they're going to escape with a playoff spot potentially? Oh, no, 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 no. They won't. I just want Chevalier de Rohan to lose. This is for you. It's not going to happen. And we'll see what happens. So the thing is that this is one of those teams that's been played by uh, players missing games. Um, even at Saint Catherine, the quarterback had to miss a game. And the thing is, it's it's just hard to build, uh, to have any like chemistry, continuance yeah. and any chemistry. And the Chevalier de Rohan have largely been there in all their games. Oh, and, yeah. And you've seen an improvement week, week after week for that reason, where it's always the same group, more or less. And and it's allowing them to grow very quickly. Le Mythic, I at the beginning of this season, I was like, oh, I really like these guys. I think they have what it takes. And then, because it's never the same roster, like, in order for them to win, Eagle, it, they'd have to beat Le Chevalier de Rohan by, by showing up with their best roster, which they haven't really done all season long. Right. Uh, look, save the turf tools. These guys, that defense is really good. And they're they're finding their stride now uh, in this division. They're the second highest scoring offense in this division of the conference side of things here, Pease. Look, it all, I think for them it's all matchup dependent. Against the Ravens, they were outclassed back in week two and I score kept that game in Broadstar on a Thursday. But I think now, as PZ's headset goes kaput, um, I think now we could see a different scenario if it ends up being a Ravens save the turf tolls at some point in the playoffs, whether it's in the conference semifinals or in the finals. So that's the thing with Save the Turtles. I, I really like them, but I think they're they're going to be somewhat matchup dependent. I don't think they're legitimately one of the elite teams where I think we would agree like Dilly Dilly Ravens. Um, I like Suicide Squad a lot, although they haven't always performed up to their standard. Uh, but to me, those three teams from a talent perspective are the absolute best in the division. Um, and Save the Turtles are probably the head of that next tier. So if they do end up in a, in a battle... You know, in second or third round against Ravens, I don't see them winning that game. I think that the the the, the size of the Ravens, not to use like a basketball term, but they would lean on them. They're mm-hmm. a little bit smaller, a little bit leaner, but they're quicker than the Ravens, I think. But the way the Ravens play, they they use that size as well. Like Matthew yeah. Hillis used that size in healthy. Division Two and Division One. If he's healthy, if he's healthy, if he's healthy, if he plays the final season. Yeah. Uh, Eagle, you're about to say something to us. Um, I'm I'm just looking at the upcoming game. So Bad Batch, there's no way they can get into playoffs, but they can play somewhat of a spoiler in a way. They have Quantrium FFC and Melons Let's left go. on their schedule, so they could hold them down the the seedings essentially, right? S- Keep them in that seven and eight spot, and maybe give Mythic a chance of getting in if they manage to get a win this week. So what is PZ? Buy for the winner. Yeah, what was the bet? I can't remember. We never remember the stakes to our bet. I mean, we Iggy. can go back. It's literally recorded. I think it's Iggy Duns, magnets. Right? Dig it up. You're the archivist. It's Duns. No, we, we get it like, with cheese sticks. I feel like it was Duns. Yeah, yeah, Duns. I think it's something to do with Duns with no, cheese sticks or okay. appetizers or something like that. So. Yeah. You get a chicken salad or something stupid. Yeah. Well, I don't eat uh, meats anymore, so. You should. Um, <laughs> I should. So, you know what? I've been losing weight, actually. Not too no, good. you're not. Yeah, I am. Anyway, so yes, so Felix Felix Goulet uh, is taking over a quarterback for Quantum FFC. That's low key the most important uh, roster move that's happened in Division E. Do you know why that is, Mokan? Why? Because now their former quarterback goes back to being number one receiver, a man by the name of Vincent Benjamin. That helps. Now the top receiver in a Division E team. That helps. That helps. So Quantum FFC low key might be uh, sneaking into that elite territory as well. And poor Icky Magnus is dilly dilly. He might be a one and done, and he'll have plenty of time to uh, crunch those numbers for us for our picks. Yeah, we do and every pull week. out all of our uh, archival uh, bets. Exactly. Because there's another bet I won, and again, I don't remember what our what our. Uh, 
I don't remember what that bet was, to be honest I, with you. Yeah, I remember we talked about it, and we're like, what were the stakes? And we're like, I don't know. I don't know. It was something about it. All right, co-ed. As we dive into the co-ed division now, as we are zipping right through, and again, we will have wall-to-wall playoff coverage in the coming weeks here as we move towards the end of August into September. So, Pease, I mean, look, I, I think we pretty much are set. I mean, one more win for Power Rangers, and they will be your one seed in the playoffs here. Um. I don't know. Do I do I believe third down for what could be had? I don't think they will be. I think we know who the final will be, which I think will be Power Rangers and third down for what yeah. in the final. I love those Miami Heat pink t-shirts, by the way. And third down for, for what? third down for what? Yes. Um, but so in order, so do you think though that um, third down for what will go an entire season, regular season and playoffs, without beating Power Rangers? Because they'd have to win. In order for Power Rangers to win the championship, and we Im- we assume they're going to face third down for what, right? Like, let's say that that's going to be the final. Do you think Power Rangers has enough to beat third down for what three times yeah, in one season? I think so. That's, I th- that's I th- hard to do. It's hard to do. I think so because I'll tell you why. Um, the Robert, the Murphy boy is a big part in. If I think if there's any like uh, like especially if it's the finals, if there's any chance that they'll be there, they'll be there. You know what I mean? Like, But given that, again, with the unknown right now, which we don't know, we're not confirming what the schedule yeah. will be like because we we could be going to a different playoff format. If it, or if it ends up being, piece where we're going to see a truncated schedule of two weeks, for example, these guys are in the eye of their football seasons, which yeah. takes them into the evening of their practice schedules. I know for Champlain, I was there yesterday or on uh, Wednesday or Tuesday, whatever it was. They go till 9 o'clock, 9.30. So if there's a third down for what game that's happening at 8 o'clock, well, guess what? Josh Murphy's not going to be there. Uh, Concordia football, they go till early evening. Again, who knows what the situation is going to be for, for Jeremy Murphy at that point. Yeah. So if they're not available, I score kept their game against uh, uh, Power Rangers or uh, back on April, August 9th, I beg your pardon. And, or August 16th, I beg your pardon. And Sarah Parker had a very lethargic game, a very mediocre game, two INTs. So there is a lot of question marks if you don't have the Murphy boys in there on both That's sides fair. of football. That's fair. So. I do think if they, again, if there's any chance at all that they can be there, they'll be there, kind of thing. You know I, mean? I no, I, I don't discredit that at all. I think they will, but in the situation they're in now, given that they're about yeah. to start their tackle seasons, I don't know how it's going to play out. For and given them. our our schedule may be truncated as well, yeah, we might be playing a final on a Tuesday, yeah, you know, during like install week for for a tackle team. Yeah. So I just think, look, I, look, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to deny it. I want to see a third down for what Power Ranger final. I don't, to be selfish, from so you don't, you, you think it might affect them so much that they don't make the final. Yeah, no, they'll, they'll play each other in the final. I think they will be in the finals, these yeah. two teams. Regardless of whether or not they have the Murphy boys. Exactly. Okay. I just think that from a from a seductive standpoint of appealing the matchup, that's the two teams you want to have. If the they final. can be upset, if they could be had. Party mix. Who's done for what? It's party mix? Party mix. But I don't think, this, I don't think it's going to happen. I saw party mix kind of look lackluster against the five-player fight in Tigers, though. Like, they're, they're sometimes it feels like they're beating themselves. Yeah, but that's 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 Frank Delorey's team for you, right? I mean, I mean, it's such a they're so well equipped of how they know each other. But Fra- I mean, Frank is a really good player, and knowing him, I know he watches the podcast. I know he does. He's going to use this as bulletin board material that hey, Mo Khan said, hey, we're not going to win. And don't forget, I am Francois Delorey. What was that line from again? It was uh, one year they didn't send a representative to the press conference. Oh, right. Yes, yes. And so I uh, I fielded all questions as Francois Delorier. Was he not vexed at you for doing that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was a little pissed He was off. really pissed that's about okay. that, right? In our defense, we said, if you don't show up, we will pretend to be you. Yeah. And that's exactly what we did. So Was, like, was he annoyed vexed on or was he like vexed, vexed on it? Like, he was... Uh, eh. 
annoyed, yeah. Vax? He was. I wouldn't say they were pleased. I don't think they were upset, but I don't. They weren't pleased. It was like so. so like some of the guys on the team kind of got it, the joke, and others were far less pleased. It was yeah. just like. Guy, I'm not stealing his identity and running up credit card debt. No, we're, awesome we're, not, we're not going to like, uh, hey, we awesome. are the RRS of Canada. We need to get your information ASAP, Francois Delorier. Um, so tier two, uh, we, we have our, our number one seed, Fantastic Nine. They're going into the playoffs as number one seed. Uh, Ying and Yang, again, they just, I don't know what it is, Pease, but uh, once again, it's just a befuddling situation with them and how they've gone about with their season this year. Um, they did play semi call, I believe, on Sunday, I think it was. Uh, let me double check that here, boys. I forget. Play them on Sunday, yeah. Yeah, play them on Sunday. So we can see maybe a, a flip in the standings where we can see who might have the first uh, pit or the, the uh, home field Oh, sorry, pick. you're saying they will play. They, they, the will, they did play them and they will play them again. The yeah. next game is Monday. That's right. It's yeah. the same team, so that's exactly. what I, was, that's I, what I thought it is. So um, do, you, do you think we see a flip, I mean, from the prospect that some team will have choice of field or, or ball at the first half? Um... Yeah, maybe. Um, the 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 weird thing about Yin and Yang this past week was they got um, Brett Bodkin to sub, I believe. Yeah, and he was stretching like forty five minutes. He came in for like ten minutes at the end. Well, he told me that there were also more than enough players to play the game. It was very confusing. Yeah, you know, Gino DeFazio was always trying to circumvent the system of recruiting here. That's what it was. I but why? <laughs> I just I don't, don't know, get man. it. I, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know. That's your boy, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Oh. Here's a question for you. Here's a question for you. If you had to, like this weather that we're in right now, car ride to Toronto, no air conditioning. Okay. Gino Tafazio as your Mariner. Okay. Or Nimrod as your Mariner. Well, and think it, about it. Think I'd, about it. I'd be flying. But there's, there's, no, there's no flying. The only way you get to Toronto is by driving and with these guys as your Mariner. Um, hmm. Who do you pick? Can I choose death? You can't choose death. It's the easy out, huh? You got to you got to pick one. And there's no uh, air, there's no air conditioning. You 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 are driving straight to Toronto with either Gino DeFazio or Nimrod Jimkowski. You know what? Based on this one particular facet. Um sorry, two two reasons. I choose Nimrod for two reasons. One is when I spoke to him before the game, he smelled pleasant. I noticed I was like, he smells nice. He's, he's someone who obviously cleaned up before coming to the field, so I give him that. Second thing is, he'd obviously be riding in pajama pants, so I don't have to worry, oh, is he uncomfortable? Right. So my mind would be at ease. Okay, fair enough then. Two reasons right there. So Com- that's, that's Conference A and Conference B now. Uh, we have our division winner, Braves. Shocker, 9-1. They, they clinched it officially by being contraband and another thriller. Uh, so now we come down to this. Uh, contraband, All-Stars, and Chernobyl. Chernobyl is, is going to be locked in as a four. What it'll come down to, Pete, is that Contraband, who are in the number two seed, uh, a win will clinch them, essentially the number two seed, and that, they will play Braves again. But could All-Stars, with one game left, get into the two spot and perhaps play Braves in the one versus two matchup? Well, in order for that to happen, Contraband has to lose both their games, right? That's right. So, Junkyard Dogs, BYOB. Those are stat pattern games for Dan Lazara. Yeah. Uh, how many touchdowns does Dan Lazara have right now? Uh, Danny Boy's going to uh, – I think he's going to get the pass. Right now. Yeah, he's going to get the passing record. He's at 1937 right now for for the year with Jesus. two teams left. So if he were to average, I think, about 250, he could hit 2,500 for the year, which I think – That's would, insane. Let me look at the uh, – you know how hard that is to do in a 40-yard field? 
Uh, yeah, not only that, though. But, I mean, I, I'm trying to look at a quick, quick here from a career stats perspective here, PZ. That would be a career high for him uh, in a season if he were to hit 2,500. So he could do it. He could do it. Dan Lazaro, plus or minus 62 touchdowns for the season. He's at 50. 50. Uh, again, he is th- uh, 12 off from his career high of 62 with Dan and Co. and went to 2017. So is he tying that or plus or minus? I'm setting the line at 62. I think he breaks it. So seven touchdowns at least in one of these games. I think he gets 63, right. yeah. Eagle, I, what do you think? I can see it happening. He's I got 50 I, in eight games. I think he can get to 63. Quarterback of the year? Probably, probably but it's uh, it's debatable for sure. What's uh, Joe Mayer at? Joe Mayer, I believe uh, his season is now done. And, uh, 54, 2008. Yeah, you know, well, the two interceptions is impressive, though. Uh, but if 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 like Dan, you know, gets in the sixties and touchdowns, um, the interceptions I don't think will be enough to keep him out of that uh, out of that conversation. He'll, he'll he's going to surpass him in passing yards, and yeah. he will jump up for touchdowns. Kevin so. Wyatt's injury kind of affected his stats for a couple of weeks, so and, and they lost. They that's essentially a loss and a tie to uh, Chernobyl. Yeah, but like the. the when it comes to individual awards, I don't care that much about your, your record. No, right? but I'm, I'm seeing from a win-loss perspective, with two plays left, they're at the five-yard line, why through an end zone IT to JF Marquis, that would have won them the game, essentially. Yeah. End up tying the game. So they, they lost out on the point. Um, but I'm saying, like, the, the, the games where he wasn't 100%, and Paul Pierre even had to come in and play some for him. Like So, like, obviously it's, it affects his stats so that he won't, he won't have a chance at this award. So how many touchdowns will it take for Dan Lazaro to have to overcome – a difference of seven interceptions to win the quarterback of the year award. Well, also you. like his yards too. Like he's gonna and get the somewhere in the twenty five hundred. He might yeah. set a new career high in his in his. Uh, and like, like I was saying a couple weeks ago, to, to me now with the scorekeepers app, I weigh yards more heavily than I did in the past. Yeah, because like the yards have to add up to forty on the drive, right? He got angry at me because he had a nineteen yard sack. Me, bro, you serious? Go, bro, we counted it. Yeah, he's me, bro. So he's <laughs> probably not going to break the all-time record. So Hollowack has twenty-five oh seven yards. Well, but hold on here. I, I I disagree because I think Lazarus twice hit three hundred plus yards in the game. So he could do he it. He could. He could. It's going to be tight. And then for the touchdown record, it's sixty-six by Wyatt. That he won't, get, he'll get. he won't get that number. But I think he will definitely break the passing yards. But I'm saying. But, but so getting back to my question. How many touchdowns does he need to end with, given that he's going to end with somewhere between 24 and 2,600 yards? I think he's going to end up with 63 touchdowns. I so think but, but how many touchdowns does he need in order to give him the quarterback of the year, given that Joe Mayer only threw two interceptions and he's thrown nine? I think 63 is the number. Yeah, I think I so, think too. I think even at 60, he wins, right? Like, it's 10 more touchdowns than Joe Mayer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and look, I know we don't factor in quality of losses because he lost the contraband loss of Braves don't twice. Don't care. But don't care. It's an individual, it's an individual stif- award. Yeah. So it's individual. I, you also have to look at, I would say, maybe even a, like a strength of schedule, considering like which Division B teams did Braves play versus the ones that Contraband played. Like, if I'm going to just do the devil's, arv- devil's advocate here. If you're playing the weaker Division B teams, yeah, you're are you likely gonna, are to you light up the scoreboard, at, right? But are you going to look at the games they played and, oh, this game they didn't have their quarterback and this game they didn't have this guy? No, you can't do that. It's individual awards, it's just stats. Let's not let's not think too hard. To me, like I said, if it's close, if he, if he somehow only ends with, uh, you know, like 57, 58 touchdowns, I can see the word going to Joe Mayer. But if no. he's sixty plus, there's no he's chance. He's gonna hit sixty. I think. Sixty plus is no. And I and I agree with you. I think, I think I think he I think he'll tie his his record, his own personal record. 
All right, so... And he's going to get so mad that he didn't get 63. Mingo, bro, you can give me another touchdown. No, I couldn't. All right, so Division B, um, we know Urjus Medic will be the one seed. Now, we can probably lock in KGP uh, in the two-hole, or at least the two-hole going into the final week of the playoffs here. Here for the beers. Can uh, you, though? Yeah, I, I think we can. I think... Uh, can you? Look, if they win KGP, they're going to be a, at least a two. Okay. Oh, sorry, I beg your pardon. At least a four, if not a two. I don't know. I don't know about that. Get FRD has two games left. VOOB has two yeah. games left. And Junkyard Dogs has a game left where they could at least tie KGP if they lose, right? And, here for the and beers. KGP has all-stars. And, and, so that's not an easy one. And KGP already has a ton of points against. So they're not going to have any favorable... Uh, any favorable uh, no. tiebreakers? So, so let, let's let's break this down just to see it, okay? So, get FRD have Urzans uh, Medzik and oh. here for the beers. So they're getting one win out of that, probably. Yeah. So that'll put them at eight points. KGP is likely losing to All Stars. That's yeah. just for the devil's advocate here again. Uh, Junkyard Dogs has contraband and BYOB. They could get a win. Yeah. That'll also put them at eight points, and then there's tiebreaker. Or, or BYOB has here for the beers and then contraband. So no, no matter what, either Junkyard Dogs or BYOB are likely finishing with eight points, right? G- given that it probably won't be a tie. So they're going to be up. It's going to come down to tiebreakers for them. And we think FRD are going to win a game, right? So that means we'll have three teams tied for eight, which means points against will be a big deal. KGP already have 281, and they face All-Stars. So they're going to finish with like, 330-ish against? Maybe, yeah. Maybe, so, yeah. So Here, given here's that. another possibility. Here for the Beers wins both of their games. Get Off RD loses both their games, and they end up on the, on the outside looking in. With That's an actual possibility. Be, uh, you talking about Here for the Beers? <laughs> here for the Beers, because yeah, they have BYOB and Get Off RD left on their schedule. They yeah. win both of those. Jay leapfrog up to like tied for second, and then the other teams, especially Get Off RD, can fall down to all the way at the end. Right, yeah, so. it'd be weird. It'd be weird. Uh, it could be weird. There's still yeah. there's still a lot of cloudy uh, wait, scenarios with them right now. Have you noticed KGP's uh, amazing stat line here, where they're second in Division B, right? Yeah, they have a negative ninety nine point differential. Welcome to Division B for it's you. It's insane. That's why. It's wild. It's wild. We'll have a more clear picture by next week. Eagle is now time for games of the week. Trying by team. Trying by time here, Eagle, huh? I mean, I'm trying to type at the same time, so but it works. You out knew well. it was coming. No, I don't know when it's coming. Mo just ambushed. I knew. I knew it. No, no. Mo. I you want us? Yeah, to finish within an hour. We're on target. We have to finish fifty-four before. minutes. Yeah, exactly. So let's go here. As Eagle tries to screw us over. Oh, guys, you finished with uh, two minutes over the time limit here. I never say that. Actually, I say it all the time. You do all the time. All righties, let's get going with this. Week ten, Division A and B, KGP and All Stars. All Stars. All Stars. Uh, get off RD and Urgence Medzik. Urgence. Urgence Medzik. Contraband, Junkyard Dogs. Contraband. Contraband. And BYOB, here for the beers. Here for the beer. Here for the beer. Division C, B-Ballers versus Le Grokuk. B-Ballers. B-Ballers. Easy W versus Mangoose. Easy W. Blue Dreamers, Top Sauce. Blue Dreamers. Blue Dreamers. Balls deep. Sheesh. 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 Blessed the infantry. Blessed. Ooh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go infantry. And les centaur silent ticklers. Silent ticklers. Silent ticklers. Division D. Kiss my end zone. Bruins. 
Bruins. Bruins. PDs and Negronis, Tuts and Parlays. Tuts and Parlays. Tuts and Parlays. Pardon my swag, Clinkers. PMS. PMS. Fighting Illini, Les Bleus Branleurs. Fighting uh, Illini. LBB. Sparrow's Legion, Ball in 60s. Legion. Legion, but I... I have a I have a sneaky feeling about about uh, balls like this. Tough lungs, mean girls. Tough lungs. Wait, wait, they play each other again? Oh no, I beg your pardon. They played no. My, my, my apologies. Tough lungs. Glow gang vultures. 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 Arush, the new guys. No, new new guys quarterback. I don't know what's going on now with the quarterback here, but I'll go with new guys. I'll go with new guys as well. Johnny Fireball, hot sauce sports. Hot sauce sports. Hot sauce sports, but fifty. Top Sizen Voodoo. Top Sizen Voodoo, I go with. Top Sizen. Top Sizen, yeah. Trap Stars as a Stoics. Stoics turned their season around, huh? I'm gonna go Stoics. Yeah, Stoics looks really good. I mean, they've really proven me wrong. Trap Stars. Lockdown replacements. Lockdown. I'm not doing this troll. I'm not doing this The offense, though. Lockdown, guys. Placements. If, if you win, you got to bring some Arouche for us. Your defense nice. is worse than theirs. That's not true. Your defense bring, is worse They don't have Nim. No, but bring some Arouche next week if you win up. Actually, you uh, know what? Nim, Nim's, jokes aside, Nim's a big piece. I'll, I'll, I'll go lockdown. I'll go lockdown. Loyola blackouts. Blackouts. But they're, they're playing with fire, though. Loyola. With, uh, no, no, blackouts. Blackouts, sorry. No, playing sorry. with fire, though. Uh, blackouts. Got to get that lead and keep that in place. Next. The leftovers, Los Siete Amigos. LSA. LSA. Division E, Suicide Squad, Green Means Go. Green Means Go. SS. Save the Turftles, Oreos. Turftles. Turftles. Melons, Dilly Dilly. Dilly Dilly. Dilly Dilly. Off your hockey school, Pinchellos. You know how we roll. Oscars, Pinchellos! Baby. Let's, Let's do go, it, Oscars! My favorite team in FPF. Les Mythic, Les Chevaliers du Rohan. CDR. Rohan. Hey, what up? That means you're going to finish above your boys. But I'm an idiot, though. <laughs> Let's go. Menace to Sobriety, Brewers. Uh, menace to sobriety. Sobriety, yes. Trailer Park Boys, Balls Deep. Balls Deep? Uh, balls Deep, yes. Ravens, like Blast from the Past. Uh, Ravens. Quantrium, FFC, The Bad Batch. Quantrium. I am an idiot. Give me the Bad Batch because I have to do it every week. Rainmakers, V-Town. Uh, Rainmakers. Rainmakers. And last games, co-ed, Fighting Tigers, Fantastic Nine. Tigers. Fantastic. Third down for what party mix? Third down for what? Third down. Double header. Third down for what? Sriracha hot chili sauce. Third down for what? Third down. La sect Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Yin and Yang les semi croquants. Semi croquants. Semi croquants. There we go, boys. All right, magic words, please. We did it, boys. One hour. Yeah. So the so the jump got canceled. The what? The jump got canceled. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. It's too bad. Yeah, I like this one. It was good. Not bad. You can replace it, Mo. Perhaps. Never know. Uh, good night. Rachel Nichols? No, not Rachel Nichols. Uh, good night, Max Kellerman. All right? Yeah, Max Kellerman. Yeah. Still on the theme, though. Still on the theme. Yeah. Respect that. Yeah, it's a branch of the ESPN networks. Mine was going to be much darker, so. Nope. Shocker. Just put it in the chat. Can't get it.